2: the Sun Cinema Podcast, the weekly radio show that examines the highs and lows of the media in the film through the filtered lens of Washington, D.C.'s only art house cinema. I'm your host, Jason Colley, and I'm joined today by my co-hosts and the proprietors of Sun Cinema, Ryan Hunter-Mitchell and David Cabrera. Oh, that Gentlemen. Cool. That was cool. Look at our part right before we came in. Yeah, yeah.
0: Timed that perfectly. Yeah. I was wondering why you were sort of slowly going through the intro, but you were... Timed it
1: up. We've been practicing this for thirty-five minutes this yeah. morning. Yeah. We have nothing else of an episode, but
0: we got in front of the mirror together. <laughs> it's
1: just us three amigos today. Yeah, practicing Wait, this is our a quick song draw. from
0: the Three Amigos. <laughs> 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 just
1: confuse everyone. Obviously, we're listening to
2: the theme from The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, Mr. Marconi, uh, obviously, laying it
0: down. Yeah a Tarantino film, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is a Quincy
1: Tarantino film?
2: (laughs) Um, We're the Sun Cinema Podcast. Well, there's a reason we're playing this, right? Um, Because
1: it's going to be May.
2: It's going to be May, and May, (laughs) this May, happens to be the third anniversary of Sun Cinema here in Washington, D.C.
1: Yeah, we're here. There it is. There's
2: the masses. They love us. This is
1: our first live podcast. Uh, great crowd tonight, <laughs> yeah. today, right That's
2: now. About 600 people out in front of the line um,
1: cheering they, us they've on. They've been camping out. Uh, yeah, it's been three years. It's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. We're right? still
2: here. We're still cooking and, and expanding. So. Uh,
1: yeah. I know yeah. we've talked about this in the podcast before, but if you, if you don't listen all the time um, and you don't know us and you haven't been at Sons recently. Or ever. Or ever,
2: because you're listening in
1: Poland. Yeah, you in Poland. Uh, we're we opening a second floor for our third year. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're we've finally been we've been working out the kinks, doing some screenings upstairs, and we're ready to launch into. Yeah,
2: you guys did kind of a soft opening here the last couple of months, right? Couple years. Couple
1: years. <laughs> a couple years uh, of soft yeah. openings. <laughs> couple years. It's Sun Cinema. Three years of soft openings. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <there it> is.
2: <laughs> um no, but really you guys kinda did a soft opening upstairs and now it's yeah. kinda ready to launch, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, a
1: In a couple of weeks we're gonna do uh our party for three years. Yeah. <laughs> our our eighteenth soft opening. Yeah. <laughs> uh I actually I think I don't even know how many soft openings we've done.
0: <laughs> we've done a lot.
2: But you got to work out the kinks, and it seems like you know that's happened. The yeah. final stages of all the
0: department code departments of stuff DC. And what were your favorite three soft openings that we did? What's <laughs> the favorite
1: three soft openings. Uh, ooh, I, okay. We did when we thought that there's a good early one when we thought we might possibly be able to do uh, parental guidance, like. On a day we got a license, but we didn't pass the inspection that day, so we just did it at the salon. That's uh, one soft opening. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cool. yeah.
2: For those of you who don't know, Ryan also owns a hair salon basically across the street from Sun Cinema.
1: It's a cinema themed hair salon. Yeah. <laughs> but we, yeah, we hung the sheet Yeah, that was up before there. we like, opened open. Yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah I that remember that. Before we soft opened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we probably watched. I don't know some cool movies while we were doing construction. If you count those as soft openings, those are cool.
0: I think we did Pale Flower. Or we did the Korosmaki uh one. Oh, La Bohem. Uh, La Vita Bohem. La Vita Bohem. That was great. I think. Or no, did we did um Or did we do that when we opened? La Havre. La Havre. Oh yeah. We did La Vita Bohem at Sons. That was okay, a great yeah. one. Aki Korosmaki is a Finnish director. Yeah. Makes like, very dude. upbeat movies. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> it does <laughs> really like, jarmush style. Deadpan, yeah. comedy, dry movies that are also shot really well and.
1: Cool. If you played a Darmouche forty-five yeah. at thirty-three, that's Karismaki, <laughs> yes. correct? Uh, so yeah, okay, so we've got three years under under our belt. Yeah, we've I mean, done it, <laughs> so we're uh, we're done. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Have fun. that's the show. Mission I don't know what account. you were expecting. <laughs> um,
2: well, and, and appropriately, um, you talked to it. Just a bit, Dave, but like the programming for May is kind of built around this idea of threes, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's quickly so, just
0: recap the yeah, threes yeah. and it then. should be helpful. Detail uh, later. So, the name of the month. So, we do themed months all the time. Uh, but, you know, Janimals is a very clear one that was all animal themed or animal named for April this past Fools month. Fools was all comedies, which actually turned out pretty well. Yeah, we should yeah, maybe it'd be great. talk about that. November? Uh, November. This one is just called, and then there were three. Uh, the idea was doing small uh series series of you, you uh, three movies Thank you series <laughs> <Yeah. Serieses. laughs> both times mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, small series of three movies th- sort of scattered throughout some are trilogies um and some are just uh you know curated uh or like genre based
2: like the westerns right that right. 's a good example in my um, mind um
0: we did not do the good bad and the ugly. Right. Or the trilogy. Uh, yeah, we could have done, could have done that. Clint Eastwood trilogy. Thought Bob about it. Trilogy. I love
2: the selections, personally. Cool.
0: Yeah, so we did three different um, westerns, for instance. We did uh, Bad Day at Black Rock. Oh, yeah. So good. And then 310 to Yuma, starring Russell Crowe. No. Thank you. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, the original. Christian Bale. Uh, is yeah. he in that as yeah, well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's one of the worst remakes yeah, of it's all bad. time. So the original... <laughs> Uh, which, I like how instead yeah. of talking about how good something is, we just talk about how bad, like the, <laughs> the non- other thing is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then my, the, the treasure of the Sierra Madre, which is one of the greatest films ever made.
1: Cool. That's uh okay. So we're we, we've got uh, who's in Treasure Sierra Madre? Bogart. That, that's Bogart. Yeah. yeah. He's you know he still sounds very uh, kind of gangster in it a mm. little bit. Well, it's it. an odd
2: Western, too. I mean, like, it's not a classic. He's not, like, playing a cowboy. He's a prospector. So he's a guy who grew up, you know, kind of... It's been a minute since I've seen it, so so bear with me. And I'm intentionally not reseeing it until you guys show it at the last freaking day of the month. But oh. um you gotta wait. Yeah, I gotta wait. Um, I waited
1: fucking 14 years for Avengers <laughs> already. <right.
2: laughs> so, anyway, like, he's he's, you know, this guy that kind of is... Pulling a, a Daniel Plainview, and like prospecting, truly prospecting, mm-hmm. and so he's like from the states, just in this kind of Central American, uh, you know, landscape, trying to trying to make it work. Uh, but
1: it is truly one of the it. greatest films ever. Yeah, looks incredible. Let's maybe not deep dive into the movies right now. Let's yeah. just. No, we got plenty to talk about. Third anniversary. uh, We're gonna run out of stuff in like ten minutes. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back to the calendar shortly. But it's like three from the first month, a couple trilogies. Yeah,
0: Back to the Future trilogy, three from Tarkovsky, uh, who's a Russian director. Uh, Three from Satyajit Ray, uh, or sorry, that's a trilogy actually. That is the 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 Apu 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 trilogy, trilogy. uh, which the first one is kind of like four hundred blows. It's all these like coming of age, and it's you know three different parts of his life. Uh they're all gorgeous. Uh three Jackie Chan movies. And then uh th- House of Wax. House of Wax three D once we figure that out. <laughs> uh there's a jazz trio. Uh Tarek is showing three six mafia choices to um <laughs> The Setup, that's the name of that one.
1: I watched the trailer. I, I hear the first one's really cool. I this one might be, too. I mean, it looks fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you you mentioned the three-year party and the three from our first year, right? First yeah. month open. Yeah, cool. Oh, that's All awesome. right. yeah, that's it.
1: A lot of threes. A lot of threes. They come in threes. They come.
2: So, yeah, I mean, like, looking back... This oh, Josh is, is doing a
1: trilogy also. Oh, yeah, is he the, doing the... Gregoraki. Yeah. yeah. One the of the... I forget teams. which...
0: Yeah, I think Mysterious Skin is the one that is not part of yeah. that trilogy. Gotcha.
1: Because cool. it's like the teen apocalypse movies or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trio, that's cool. <laughs> uh, So yeah, three, there it is. We have so much to talk about after that. Well, no, you, no, I mean, you like, came up with a list. You came up with some good, hard-hitting...
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I I feel like it's, you know, anytime you're on an anniversary, it's kind of natural to kind of reflect and see kind of where you've come and where you've been and kind of where you're headed. So that's just the approach I took, you know, in wanting to kind of have that discussion today more, um, you know, hopefully in a a fun, entertaining way. But like, you know, just looking back and going, hey, like, what were kind of three great, and we're just doing it in threes because it's the third anniversary, you know, so like what were your, in your mind, like looking back over the last three years, like what were your three best nights at the cinema, you know, whether it was like movies that surprised you, crowds that surprised you, just like a good freaking night where everything just works, you know, Uh, and you got to understand folks, this is like a 30 seat uh, cinema, so I mean like it's very intimate and and you know, it's very easy to like, Find a groove, get on a get on a wavelength with the, with the movie, with the crowd, and sometimes that just like really comes together in a fun way and in a great way. Uh, and I was just curious from your guys's perspective, you know, what were some of the best nights there?
1: Um, well, I, we've said it a, a ton of times, Sleepaway <laughs> Camp. So I'm actually gonna like not it, yeah, put it, it on the list. Kind of goes into a pantheon because it's yeah. it's such a it was just a great night, it's a good night, yeah, um, awesome movie, great night. But three that I picked, kind of first I put Moonwalk One just it was the one we opened with and it was it was a cool opening. Um the movie's great, it's pretty similar, it's like a lower quality version of um Apollo eleven. Yeah. But still pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Great. It's on Criterion. Great as launch. Well, I mean. Uh just having people line up before we opened. Wait,
0: Moonwalk One is on Criterion?
2: Oh no, no for no. all mankind is on yeah. Criterion. Sorry.
1: I, Ooh, um, whoops. <laughs> My mistake. Cancel your Criterion memberships. Yeah, but that was a that was a cool one for for me. I well, mean, just
2: thought, to like see it work, right? I mean,
0: like the, yeah, the whole. Event. It took
1: me months to actually. I was like just full
0: of anxiety for that. Oh yeah, no, thing. that first
1: one. There's like people lining up outside, and we're like still putting the place, putting the chairs together. Ryan yeah. also
0: made me go up and give a talk last minute. Ryan and Dana were like, "Go, oh, go say something." I was like, oh. <laughs> "I'm so, glad oh. <laughs> I." hope no one recorded that oh, yeah, oh hi so uh this is sons and um we're Here's gonna show sh- <laughs> some movies and uh, thank you and it's just like thanks for the money blank faces <laughs> get me the fuck out of here
1: so that's why i liked it it was yeah. a good talk before yeah the uh, ted talk the shining where on uh, new year's day when the woman collapsed during the red rum scene mariel's not here to defend
0: herself not her favorite
1: that was not her favorite moment?
0: Oh, because she got nailed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was one of the people that got... Oh, was and, that, that I show mean, was I'm amazing. chuckling
1: at the poor woman who... who, <laughs> Not even from inebriation, just from like posture. <laughs> but it was intense. <laughs> Don't so lock your cool. knees,
0: kids. That was cool.
1: And then Possession. I saw that movie. It was wonderful. <sighs> and that was one of the few times... Also saw that, yeah. I mean, people maybe chuckled a little bit uncomfortable stuff, but it wasn't egregious. Not
2: really. I, I felt like... I mean, I was there. I sat in the back, so I had, like, the view of the crowd, and... and you went last time you showed it, right? Oh, yeah. Are you talking about a different time? No, no, no. That's, that's the one that like, you're talking about, too.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, no. I mean, it was... I thought, like, everybody kind of just... They get creeped out. Yeah. And But, like, it was a collective creep out, and everybody yeah. was just kind of in it, you know, together. And so people chuckle
1: really, at some of the... Like, when... He Gets his ass handed to him by her French mistress, right, right? Yeah, like, it's like, appropriate, like, of, you know. Yeah,
0: well, I think it's it's the way that they fight in the in that oh, movie right. that like everyone's like, Oh, this sucks, and like, yeah, but it's like, but also then it gets real violent and creepy, yeah. and like, you're it's hard not to get sucked in,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's it's an impressive film. If you've never yeah. seen it, go you know, check out
1: Possession, yeah. yeah. Isabella Johnny, just uh, one of the, one of the greatest, greatest performances of all time, yeah. yeah, and Sam Neill's great, so yeah, that those are those are my three, and. I'm probably forgetting something, but I put oh, those up. Great.
2: three. Dave, you got some, oh, man. some nights that... I tried are... to give
1: you a minute. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, David just got here.
0: No, so. I I, I, uh, I, have a bunch, but I was I was going to try to avoid some as well, because I feel like we've talked about a bunch a few times. But uh, I think the Black Panthers night, like, I still think that was one of the coolest nights. Uh, this was back in February of 2018, um, and we put together uh, a bunch of shorts about like the Black Panthers in the 60s and the 70s. Um, and it was just like a huge crowd. Uh, and like all these like young black kids were like all dressed up came in like taking notes and like they were actually being very... <clears throat> the room was so full they were being... like They were hanging out in the hallway and they were like, oh we don't know if we should come in. And like I had our friend Paymon like go... I was like, get them in here. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that one was good, and uh, it was made better by the fact that this guy emailed us. He was really upset. He was a white man uh, who uh, oh, yeah. was actually a friend of uh, Payman's. Uh, he uh, complained about. He was like, you know, I think like what you guys put on was like really important but like there was too many people and like it was a fire hazard and like I couldn't see the screen and, and, and like it was a free night also. And, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, like Okay. It, like it was like a note long, to everyone.
2: It was a free night.
0: Yeah. It was a long yeah. email too. And I was like, "Paymon, you know this guy? And he's like, Oh yeah, he's It's uh. <laughs> just like really, what did you do? Dox on? him right now. Yeah. Pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that one was fun. Um, I, I was trying to think of just like a movie that was really fun. Uh, I mean, Roar, but oh. we've already <laughs> talked about that one so extensively. We did a whole show on it before yeah. Jason had even seen the movie. Um, check out Roar; it's a great movie. Check uh, out.
2: Oh my gosh, it's, a, it's like nothing you've ever and seen. And sprawling.
0: Uh, you know the Boxer's Omen. Oh, oh cool. wow. Um, that was one of those. Uh, occasionally, we pick, you know, these weirdo movies. Um, that like. We've just seen the trailer for, or we've seen like a clip from, and sometimes they're the trailer is kind of what you get, and then sometimes like they're actually these amazing movies um, that are full of things that you wouldn't even imagine. Uh, Boxers Omen, I think, was was one of Qualifies. those. Qualifies. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it was just psycho kung fu movie. Yeah,
0: it, it was real fun. Um, yeah, that one. Uh, And then the night that we did the, um, I I would say anime in general was fun because we actually put a lot of time into like curating so many different nights and the fact that like people came out for those, like that there was like 60 people that came to watch random Russian uh, animated shorts. Right. um, That was cool. They Um, hacked Sun Cinema. They hacked. (laughs) Yeah, we got hacked.
2: (laughs) So what's the reverse of that? Like. I'm sorry. Do, oh, but then I was going to say that, yeah, that
0: yeah. Thomas Sankara night, the night that we did uh, that Bur- cool. Burkina Rising, um, which is about Burkina Faso and this like nonviolent revolution. And Thomas Sankara was this like Pan African Marxist leader who was assassinated, and they still like hold him in extremely high regard. And he like gave women rights, like and gave them like uh, a say in the government and so forth. And he, you know, he was assassinated. Blah blah, and. Uh, so the doc was about this nonviolent revolution overthrowing the guy that overthrew him, and there's supposed to be some speakers there, but then it just turned out that um, Tomas and Carr's brother was there. Oh wow! Yeah, and everyone like so the Q and A started, and then he like, you know, started chiming in, and everyone was like, "Is this is this real? Like, what the?" <laughs> fu- <laughs> and th- this was put on by our friend Jim Thompson, um, who runs like Multi Floor Productions. He did a film series, like an international film series. He uh, puts on a lot of shows for international musicians, whatever. But him and I, I remember just kind of looking at each other and <laughs> being like, uh, we could not have planned this <laughs> to be this cool. It was a very, like, real moment. I feel like it felt special, you know? Like, everyone was like, whoa, this is, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah you had a moment. We had a moment.
1: <laughs> uh, can I get two for Die Hard? <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes we show gremlins, too, and sometimes we.
0: <laughs> yeah, that also.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like,
2: there's, they're rough nights, obviously. The same, same you know, the just as easy as you can kind of get on a great wavelength with a, with a small group of people in a dark theater with a great movie. Sometimes that doesn't quite work and it doesn't take much to kind of throw things out of balance and dave's seen that probably more than anybody for sure but yeah. what are like some some not- and and or you just like the film just doesn't work you know you thought it was going to be great it's horrible uh it doesn't connect with an audience or or whatever but what were some of the some of the letdowns i guess over yeah. the past 3 years
0: i have 3 um, well, that's good because we're doing things. Yeah. In so I'd say the first There's one. three bad nights. Early on, we tried to do like things during the day on Saturdays, but then we were just like so busy. Like we tried to do Saturday morning cartoons, which is a neat idea. This doesn't count, but it is kind of. It was really annoying. Uh, we I remember doing Saturday morning cartoons, and the second time we did it, there was like this family with like four or five kids banging on the door at like ten fifty eight a. m you know for Saturday morning cartoons and that was when I realized like we did this all wrong it was supposed to be like a brunch alternative come get high watch weird cartoons and instead I mean some people got that but then it was this awkward like people getting drunk at the bar and then like these kids sitting in the front row like watching some random shit that we found from the 70s that they're like I mean, five minutes in, the dad was like, "Hey, son, like, hey, son, you want to go home and watch cartoons?" Like, <laughs> yeah, things <laughs> that didn't aren't weird. gonna like make <laughs> yeah. you harm me later. Was like, right. hey, I think we're supposed to be here. So that wasn't even it. But we also did uh, Breakfast Club, and we did it. You know, it's a movie about like Saturday detention, right? Right. And so we did it Saturday, yeah. Saturday morning. And I have to say, I hate that movie. Um, uh, it is a bunch of rich, whiny. Uh, entitled brats, c- crying about. I mean, there's one dude. There's some real issues happening for sure. Yeah, uh, but, but that doesn't
1: excuse the rampant homophobia. <laughs>
0: that too, and then it's like,
1: welcome to the 80s. Yeah, the yeah
0: 80s. John so Hughes cool. in general. Uh, but also, it is such a quiet movie. I remember we were right. still kind of figuring out sound at that point, and I, I was like, is this, is this us or like this movie? Because it's like. You know, it has. It's known for having some cool songs, but then the rest of it is like real quiet. And it felt, yeah. it felt like detention. Like <laughs> I was like, why did we do this to ourselves <clears throat> on a Saturday? That one sucked. Um, the other one I was gonna say uh, Drive, but well, we've been over that a lot. But that was one of the worst things. And not that's because just like, of the movie. Not though. because of the movie. No, because it was just like I think it was the most ruined. Like con- like. Oftentimes, there's someone that like chimes in and says something, and like kind of. And that's takes not people really a it. movie that that should
2: happen in. Yeah, though, you know. And sometimes I mean,
0: like, someone is annoyed because someone was like talking in front of them, and so like the experience was kind of ruined by someone, or right. like for or for only a few people. But this was like a group of four people who were, I don't, so fucking high or something that were like right in the middle of the room that were oh, laughing yeah. their asses off oh. for the entire movie of Drive. Like, even the part where, spoiler, Ryan Gosling is bashing the dude's head in in the elevator. They're just laughing their asses <laughs> off. Ugh. And I remember Denise was working, and, and she just kind of looked over at me, and she's like, these people are monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people were coming up to the bar just being like, uh, I didn't realize this was a comedy. Yeah. And, Ugh. Um. That was kind of what, we've talked about this at a length, that was sort of a turning point where I was like, all right, we have to put something on the screen that, like, lets right. people know yeah
1: chill out if you're a regular listener i mean this is a, this, a thing we a curmudgeon the time you've heard this this is a curmu- <laughs> not just that story it's a thing that we talk about a lot is you know we're in a small environment at sun's watching this movie and like you said it makes with the right atmosphere it just clicks so well and you have an experience you kind of yeah. can't anywhere else in my opinion no absolutely it's really fun but it also means it doesn't take a lot to throw things off to course. throw things off and yeah. for the most part this stuff, you know, figures itself out, and mm. um, and it's not a problem. Occasionally, it is a mild problem, and occasionally, it's something that can like ruin a, a really good movie and ruin experience for a lot of people. So just know, we psychoanalyze you when you're <laughs> oh, doing, damn, we're doing sure. this.
0: We talk about it at length.
1: We sure. we go on a private next door uh, yeah. thread <laughs> where all we do is talk about bad sons customers. Yeah, not true.
2: Anything, uh, uh, yeah. What else you got, dude? What was the third one? I Didn't you have like some, uh,
0: oh, well, you know, it's funny because in a way it was a success, like people liked it. Uh, so we showed this movie on the Silver Globe that I had seen uh, a trailer for that was restored. Um, it was a Polish movie, uh, it was like over three hours long, but that was like the butchered version by the state. Um, <laughs> right. and it's like Space and future And like It's kind of all over the place Um, It ended up being this huge hassle To get the rights for Like I had to like negotiate With this like Polish distribution company state Um, (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Yeah And Let's see Ryan I think Oh Um, god And uh, So anyway So it was a huge hassle to get And cost us a lot we sold it out, which was great, but it ended up being like I remember. I what was up. the count when the movie was over? Uh, Assuming you started I think at somewhere most, thirty, I think I think most people actually stayed. They hung in, so it was a success. I just remember it, it was just a big hassle, and then it was kind of I, I missed the like real rapey parts, I guess, because <laughs> I walked out. I think I went to, like, go get food or something.
1: <coughs> went to go see a movie somewhere. <laughs> see a like... movie. <laughs>
0: and then uh went to Atlantic Plumbing. Uh, and then when I came back, uh, a buddy of mine was sitting at the bar. And I remember he was looking back at me, making this face of, like, uh, dude, what's going on? Like, this is oh, not wow. good. Like, like, doing the, like.
1: I uh, can't see it. To the hand <laughs> Doing that, the, you know, where you're, like, you're cut, cut, cut cutting someone off. Yeah,
0: just kind of like, hey, what happened here? And I, so, I don't know, that's just one of those, this happens, where you put something on and you're like, oh, God, this, all right, what are we watching? <laughs> like, Well, yeah,
2: you and I, we've talked about that before where, you know, even movies like you think about uh, in your mind sure. that you maybe haven't seen in, 10, 15, 20 years even, right? But you remember it being like this great thing or entertaining at least or whatever, you know, but you put it back on and like looking at it, not from 1998 or whenever you originally saw it, but looking at it 20 years later in 2019 or 18, whatever, like, oh my gosh, there were so many things that just were allowed to kind of happen in Mm -hmm. movies, especially like the gay community just, like in the 80s and even 90s like oh, just absolutely. takes a beating you know yeah. and like unbelievable and how it was like such part of kind of mainstream accepted culture at least you know Hollywood mainstream putting things out where like yeah, it's fine. I mean, we can't really say anything about black people anymore. But who can we make fun of? Oh, the gays. Yeah, you know, uh, and Mexicans as well. Like, it took a beating, you know, for forever, especially like in Hollywood-based movies. Yeah. Hollywood uh, has
1: not been kind to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, uh,
2: for sure. But I mean, uh, to to that point, like that, I know that there's been times where I've been at Suns and and. You know, again, like you and I are talking before the movie, Dave, or like, or Ryan, like, super excited, like, oh, this is going to be great, <laughs> and like you, they do an intermission every movie, which is kind of awesome. Um, but you know, come back at intermission, like, oh my god, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot all the awful, awful homosexual, you know, homophobic attitudes. Sure, or, yeah. Well,
1: on the side, we just did Tommy Boy over the weekend, and oh. our fools less than the movie. holds up. It's oh, pretty yeah, great. Yeah. Um, it, you know, people were very entertained, but there's a few just like throwaway jokes in there that are just like nod homophobia or just saying some, you know, a lot of the joke is David Spade making fun of uh, Chris Farley for right. being stupid. And, right. you know, there's times where it's definitely pretty cruel and that stuff I think just doesn't hold up and doesn't fit well into movies anymore. Right. And, the nods, the homophobic jokes in it are—they're not egregious. They're not as bad as a lot of movies at the time, but they're just kind of not that funny, right. anyways. Too, and I think when you have such good physical comedians or such good dynamic between two, between two characters, it was just so lazy. Too. Well,
2: I, yeah, no, I really think and we're kind of getting philosophical here, but I do believe like there is a specific to that time where if you had. Two guys together, and this was really prevalent, like late eighties and and early and even late nineties, um, where if you had two men carrying the movie, there had to be like some, um, you know, vindication or, or uh, I'm, I'm saying it wrong. We're now. just bros. <laughs> we're bros. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, this yeah, idea, yeah, like oh, that. we're we're not we're not homosexual. Not. You know, like it had to be joked no about. Homo. It had to be. Yeah stated in some way you know yeah. but very just, clearly like we are not together you yeah. know
1: yeah and to su- such great lengths when it'd just be easier to just kiss a little <laughs> right and like uh this i wish we had max here to do zizek you know i ran oh, him the yeah, other yeah, nice. the other day he's like oh i gotta come on uh by the way we don't have a real slava zizek on here but he would be great at analyzing well this he's insanely
2: good <laughs> we do need to give him a good topic and, and bring him back um,
1: uh, yeah. Well, the three best guests. Uh, it's gonna be Zijek, uh, Bong Boylan, oh, yeah. and I guess Gentis. No, sh- actually, <laughs> Bong Boylan. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Uh, three worst for me. Yeah. for movies are, this. Actually, I don't even know if I have a third one. Cheech and Chong, just because literally no one showed oh, up yeah, after Reefer after uh, Reefer Badness. That was on us. We probably didn't yeah. really let people know what the hell was going on. That's fair. Uh. A movie I like a lot uh o c and Stigs there is not a decent quality version of that uh, uh, as far as just like the, the video quality right. you no. can watch it on a laptop and it's okay right <laughs> but not at any size there's no not a DVD. line of
0: line of people trying to restore it either yeah and no one no one's lining for up.
1: good reason no one likes this movie Robert Altman didn't even like the movie uh I think it's great, but it's just a nonsensical movie, and yeah. when you're in a room of like six people who showed up, you really notice like <laughs> this is hard for people to watch. Right. right, right. <laughs> I know a couple friends who like it, but you you have to like some pretty annoying stuff to even follow the movie. So that was kind of a fail. That's rough. Then who was who was just like one where people were terrible? I don't know, or where we picked the wrong movie?
0: Yeah. I mean. Drive is one of, I think is one of the, was one <laughs> oh, of yeah, the I'm most. i deal with one. Drive too. Die Hard. There was a screening of Die Hard that was really annoying around that same time. Noir Vember kind of like that was where I started to realize, you know, like when you show older things to younger people, there is a natural sort of disconnect or like a, a natural uh, observation of like you know this is kind of funny now mm-hmm. like these things that are you know but we were doing a month full of like classic movies and it was a weird mix of like people who were coming out genuinely to watch these classic movies uh-huh. and people who were just like thought it was really funny to make uh, fun of it yeah. yeah and so like you know finding the balance of that was in that month but there are some just in general there's sure. like really annoying like like people laughing at like less samurai and you're like. What?
1: Come on! He's, he's, <laughs> that's when you're all like, come on! And he's mother. cool. Yeah. He's cool. But that's cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, Do you this, know where you are? Yeah, he's so cool. Yeah. Well, we,
2: we trade in cool here. <laughs> <laughs> come on, people!
0: God.
1: I I, I asked this not knowing the answer at all and not having any idea myself. But yeah, there is this this balance, and we're inviting we're inviting this upon ourselves that we're going to watch the movies that are dated. Fair. For a lot for a lot of reasons, either yeah. in the filmmaking, the acting styles of the time, the substance, the narratives, and certainly like the politics, identity politics, gender politics in movies and for me, I'm like I think these are one personally because I'm you know not that offended by things. I'm like, I could still appreciate a good movie and I'll sift through that to get to something that's valuable in the movie, but I also really like encourage and try to examine for myself the terribleness or the right like how dim-witted these things are um in their philosophies in their in movies so i'm like i'm up for inviting all of that but it also gets to a level for us it's like we have to justify a lot of these movies you know some of them like sure like parts are terrible like yeah and especially in classic movies like how people are treated yeah and it I don't think that makes a movie bad, but that's something we certainly have to consider. We certainly have to welcome criticism. Yeah, for sure. You know, and a lot of them I'm like, Yeah, stick around and trash a movie. Trash the parts that are bad. Even a good movie. Trash the parts that aren't that don't hold up. I think that should be encouraged. But it's But a, not during the film. Not during mostly, the viewing. Mostly yeah, yeah. not. Most it part, depends what right. it is. You know, like, yeah. if it if it's a really campy movie where you sure, can do Sure, no, that.
2: no, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a totally different thing. And I think
1: guess, that's but. why Sleepaway Camp worked yeah. so well. Like, you had... Same thing with Slumber Party Massacre. Or, or, yeah, yeah. So, you could just, like, you can... It's there to be made fun of how uh, shallow certain things are, how offensive certain things are. And when there's a the right environment and everyone clicks, you can really, like... Yeah. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> Enjoy the slashing. And
0: it's usually clear kind of from the beginning what, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, either everyone's in or they're not. And if, right. if they're not, then shut up. That's kind of sure. my, my thing. Like, I, I remember some this group bringing their friends to a movie and they... I forget what movie it was, but they were, like, talking beforehand. It's like, yeah, this place is cool. It's like you can, like, talk and, like, say stuff oh, over God. the movies <laughs> nice. and stuff. And I'm just like, no, like do you know how much you're we pay you? Yeah.
2: I got five minutes of stand-up prepared. I'm just going to so, do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: So that's the That's the worst of us. That,
2: that's yeah, the worst that's, of us. Yeah. yeah. But looking ahead. Kind of, we've been looking back on the best and the worst. What What are you guys excited about? Kind of going into year four, and what are some changes? Uh, you know, the moviegoers who who visit Suns. What's can our kind future? Of a, yeah. What, what's the future hold?
0: It just gets utter <laughs> silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All
2: right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up.
1: Okay. So one one just material thing is that now we're gonna be running a bar a lot more downstairs and yeah. at earlier hours. So one of the big things for us as, like, an announcement, oh, we're opening, the bar's going to be open, a lot more downstairs, and people could come in. And for me, I'm like, okay, I need to learn a couple things about bartending. I'm not at all a good bartender. Don't plan on being, but I need to know, like, a couple right. cocktails. <laughs> right. And I want to, like, see how this works and sure. work on it running better. So that's, like, a big one. Do you, oh, it's do my you, do you want to throw one in? I mean, we could yeah. back and forth. Should I try to do three in a row? What?
0: Um... What is the future? I don't know. I think lately I've just been uh, examining, and Ryan and I have talked sort of at length about the practicalities of of programming and and trying to, uh, you know, we have a a model that is uh, very unique. Um, People often come and they're like, it's just, it's not a thing you see anymore where you're doing like so many things in a month and like, And people say that and I'm kind of like, well, (laughs) it's pretty challenging to put this into it. So, you know, we've been talking about ways in which like the unique thing is people really like our like monthly programming and like the theme stuff. And like just trying to figure out ways to going forward to do that and maybe also come up with other ways to do programming, Uh, maybe spreading things out a little bit more. Maybe doing. What do you mean
2: when you say spreading things out?
0: uh, As in like maybe not doing, you know. 25 to 30. It's a dense calendar. Yeah. yeah. It's a very,
2: yeah, I mean, you're showing a movie a night. And yeah.
0: maybe like, as the bar starts to do better and become more of a, a regular thing, like spreading it by spreading, it, I mean like, you know, showing, I really want to show this movie Rafiki and uh, it's a, it's a African movie um, that came out in 2018. Uh, I imagine we could probably show that movie twice and it mm-hmm. would do really well. Um, We used to kind of do... I look at these old calendars that we did, and they're like... There's like 10 movies. Yeah. Which is also because we didn't really have any relationships with anyone. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know how to get movies. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And I don't want it to be that. But just (laughs) figuring out with now having two floors, you know, Mm -hmm. moving things around, maybe doing some earlier screenings, maybe doing some later screenings. um, Just sort of... Showing the same movie, back-to-back nights. Yeah. Or like, yeah, doing a little bit more shuffling and experimenting with different things. I think that's going to be the... uh, I think that'll be both fun and challenging
1: once we... But there's a lot of benefits to that. I mean, there's a lot of movies that we show that are awesome. They show one night, and there's a lot of people who can't come on that one night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there
2: on sold-out nights where, I'm not kidding, I know for a fact, 15 people have walked up to the door. I hang out out front uh, loitering Mm -hmm. before the movies. They've got a great uh, porch kind of set up. Um, but like, seriously, like 15 people will come out on a sold out night and these are just the people walking up, not the people who are going online and finding out it's sold out. I mean, there's no doubt like some of these movies could easily do a couple of nights and sell out, you know, very quickly.
1: So we're going to like, yeah, I think that's definitely on my list too. is like we figure out how to like make the programming more concise and just improve little things a lot of people who have like seen the upstairs mm-hmm. are like kind of relieved like oh phew you guys didn't just turn into like a, another movie theater <laughs> like what do you think how would we have done that we're not we're only capable of doing the <laughs> right. thing that we do which right, is right. if you've been to sons you, kind you of probably know what we mean but <laughs> we're just a certain place i mean we're just like putting a screen up and playing movies in in the space we could get um and we try to make that cool yeah. And and we did do some improvements. I think like the seats are comfier, the screens bigger. Seats are definitely comfier. The setup just works. But a we're little just better. us. It's not right. It's it's not going to get that far out of it. But one of the changes that I think we that we do want to do, or that I definitely want to, is like evaluate which what things we can improve. Like mostly, it's just been David and I. David mostly just running the place. And now that we're getting a few more hands on deck. Running the bar, I hope that frees us up to, you know, improve our programming is already pretty much the best, but yeah. improve that in ways that we can improve our. One of the big things we were talking about earlier is just like extracurricular stuff, reaching out to yeah. other theaters, reaching out to other film blogs, reaching out to. I went to DC Film Fest this weekend. Right. Yeah. Saw something pretty cool. But thing we could be involved, involved in, in this stuff. Yeah. And I think we could probably improve this stuff. And I feel like it's a lot of the community connections we have, and we have quite a few, but. I think
2: it, I'm, I'm going to say this because I don't have, uh, you know, a financial vested interest or a sweat equity that, that you guys have, uh, you know, driven into this over the last three years. But I think you reach a point, um, where you are kind of established in your neighborhood, established in the city. And there is an expectation of growth that comes with just being, you know, uh, kind of a staple in a place grow or die a little bit of grow or die, but at least, um, you know, kind of open yourself up a little bit more creatively and, and in, in terms of, uh, you know, your community and how you can have a positive impact, you know, even if it's like staying, you know, in the lane of cinema and doing all that, but, you know, reaching out to DC filmmakers and having them do, you know, we talked about this earlier too, but like, you know, a curator night, you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. where they're coming in. They're going to spend twenty minutes, maybe before the movie. It's a special event, uh, you know, talking about it, having somebody interview them, why this movie's like so important or great, whatever, and then you know, having that that cinema experience, um, you know. And like you said, every, the, I'll talk about this briefly. The, the the DC Film Festival is truly, literally going on right now. Um. I don't know anybody in D.C. Um, who loves film more than I do. And I don't really care that the D.C. Film Festival is happening right now. And it's not because they're not showing good stuff. Uh, and they haven't you know made good selections to, to kind of bring to the forefront. It just feels very disconnected. Yeah, it doesn't feel like an event mm-hmm. in the city. It doesn't feel like this thing where um you know any of these other kind of festivals that are uh, been a part of i was in edinburgh and like the edinburgh film festival is like a thing you know like it it builds for 6 months like uh-huh. people are waiting for it you know and there the dc film festival just kind of comes and goes every year and it's kind of you've got a couple of theaters that are you know participating in this and they're on opposite sides of the city and you know just it feels very disjointed and i feel Uh, If anybody from, you know, that world happens to listen to this podcast, reach out to Sun Cinema because you could really make an interesting uh, connection there and and find a way to reach an audience. Um, And I'm maybe preaching to you guys a little bit, like to reach out to these guys and say, hey, look, maybe there's some things we could do, um, you know, to make this a better film festival Mm -hmm. for the city.
0: Yeah, I was going to also say two things now that... Like I was like, I know there are things that I want to do or whatever. Uh, doing our own festival of some kind, something that could be v- Fire
1: Fest. Let's do it right now. Let's yeah, do Fire it. Fest let's do I love it. a three day bender of cocaine. <laughs> name it. Build the website <laughs> and uh, a month later, <laughs> five thousand dollars <laughs> ahead to do
0: it. I also want us to go. T- I, you know, we talked about early on like going to festivals and stuff. Yeah. Like that'll be that would be
1: some stink bombs Sundance
0: Sundance yeah. yeah that kind of thing yeah that I would really like to go <laughs> and maybe meet some cool people and some really annoying people
1: yeah but uh, <laughs> all <laughs> on the same stink bombing Sundance uh, guest curators you know, but these are good ideas like we we're big fans of a lot of different theaters in New York and I think yeah. just. Or or all over. Uh, For sure. I think establishing more contacts with these groups, just kind of getting more connected. Or in the same way you say DC's Film Fest is happening, happening at a couple theaters and a lot of film fans don't even care about it. It's yeah. something Equally, we have this cool little cinema where we do cool programming and we're probably not tapping into that world at all.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that does go both ways. It, it
1: does. And I think that hopefully the idea is, we, you know, we run the place. We've. <laughs> playing twenty five movies a month, it's, we're pretty, we're worked. But as time gets freed up and as things are kind of figuring themselves out and going on autopilot a little bit, these are, I think are the the future. Just yeah. like making more connections, having a greater impact on the community. and, and, probably, yeah. probably, and receiving from it.
0: We're going to try yeah. to put out a couple of movies in the next couple of months.
1: We're we've been shooting a lot of <laughs> shit on our iPhones. It's gonna be completely unedited. It's more of like a, a live stream, but. But later. <laughs> but later. But later. <laughs> but already recorded. But not live. We're gonna make a lot of TikToks.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, we're gonna yeah, start our own TikTok account. Just and that's pretty a, much the future. A chain of and memes that's pretty that much it. Show. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're gonna retweet a lot of like Carrie Fisher memes and I don't know, just get more more on the net. Less in the physical <laughs> realm and more on the net. Yeah. <laughs> get more on the net. Oh dear God. <laughs>
2: Um, no, is- that's great. I mean I, I think hey, congratulations on three years uh, of doing it, and making it work. Yeah, yeah. But you can hear the crowd outside the line hotel and Oh
1: you guys are still here. Oh yeah. hey,
2: they're here. Appreciate it. All right. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. All right, guys. Wow, the crowd great. just started spontaneously singing. All for love. <laughs> this is beautiful. Yep. Wow. One for all and all for love. It's been great, guys. Love you guys. We can see say you. it I love you guys See you at Sundance <laughs> yeah, see, you. see you at Sundance
0: When there's love inside
2: I swear I'll always be strong Then there's a reason
0: Thanks for listening to this
1: program on Full Service Radio. Broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington DC. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com/fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Full Service R-D-O, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks
0: for listening.